Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Welcome back to another episode of Mama's Mission. I'm so grateful for you joining us today. Here I am sitting in my tiny house. (laughs) Uh, We have it on Airbnb at the moment and we're in between guests so I'm tackling the task of cleaning it which thank goodness it's a tiny because it doesn't take that long to clean but dang it is hot today and thank goodness we've got econ I don't have it on but um, all the windows are open it's such a beautiful day and let's just say that the pool and I have a date after this because I'm a struggling I'm a struggling with this pregnant body of mine and the heat it's not a great combination If only we could plan these things so that we could get pregnant around the time of the year that we want to. But anyway, it's a blessing to be pregnant, so I'm I'm not going to be grumbling here. Today, I want to be talking about discipleship, duh, and how we can actually free up time to disciple our kids. Excuse the BP in the background, it's the washing machine. How we actually free up time to spend time discipling our kids I think one huge excuse we have is that there is just so much to do you know we're busy mums and with kids and running a home and husbands and all that kind of jazz it gets a bit much sometimes and sometimes you know we know that discipling our kids is important and we need to be a bit intentional about it but At the end of the day, some things that really aren't high on the priority list end up being done and things that should really be higher on the priority list aren't done. So today I really want to combat and give you three tips on how you can free up some time to battle that excuse of not having enough time to disciple. So without further ado, let's get into the first point I have. Number one, I think we need to look at our schedules and what a perfect time to do it, beginning of the year. And I think we need to free up some space. I don't know about you, but I was just talking to my sister the other day and we were talking about busyness and how people wear it almost like a badge of honor these days. And I think mums, I don't know if it's just mums in particular, but I think we're our own worst enemy sometimes. We want to give our kids the best, you know, we want them to, oh, you want to do dance, you want to do swimming, you want to do this, okay, we'll totally sign you up for all of those things. And I'm not about saying um, not to do those extracurricular activities, but I really feel that you need to limit it and monitor how much time you're, I don't know, out of the house and busy as such. So I really think we need to look at our schedules and clear a bit of space. Our schedule this year 
is a little bit different because we're heading into the season of my daughter starting school. So I'm going to have quite a bit of downtime during the day for the first couple of months until baby arrives. So I'm going to be doing all that nesting and all that good stuff. But I am still very mindful of how we're going to be spending the afternoons that we have together and the weekends. We are really really good when I say we I mean my husband and I we're really really good at saying no (laughs) Um, I know a lot of people out there aren't and we never used to be that way my sister was saying when we were younger newlyweds or you know being married for a bit no kids she would look at our calendar and think oh when do you actually get a breather like and work wasn't even included in the calendar every night was a social event it was just jam-packed And for quite a few times, for my introvert self, I would just hit walls and think, oh, I don't, I can't go to that event. Like, I I don't know what's happening. It's almost like I reached overload. But now I'm older, more mature and wiser, Um, definitely with a lot more gray hairs. And I can tell when I'm going to be reaching saturation point. So in the weekend, We won't plan too many social events. Sometimes, especially around Christmas and things like that, you can't avoid that or, you know, we try to avoid it, but sometimes you can't, but we do try to limit it. And it's the same with our daughter's extracurricular activities. This term, term one, 10 weeks of the term, all she's going to be doing is swimming. She loves the water. She considers herself part mermaid and I totally believe her and that's what we're going to be concentrating on she is going to be getting swimming lessons twice a week and the swimming lessons aren't that far from her school so that's all we're going to do and I think that's plenty that's I I I don't want any more events like I'm not about that and occasionally during the week she may have like a play date after school things like that but especially as we're getting into the beginning stages of school I really want to keep it simple and have not too many extracurricular things on we I mean COVID definitely helps that because we are more restricted with what we can do especially here in New Zealand but hey I'm not complaining I'm trying to find the silver lining in things and that means that, you know, we, we're at home a bit more and I'm A-OK with that. So have a look at your schedule. Are you doing a bit too much? Can you carve out some space there to actually disciple your kids? That would be the first point I have. The second point or the second tip on how to free up time to disciple would be plan ahead. Some of us aren't that crash hot at planning and some of us, I don't know, maybe I was born with the task. Being a teacher, it definitely helps, but planning ahead. So, for example, can you do things a little bit ahead of time? Uh, I'm not the greatest at this, but could you prep some, prep the veggies or whatever for dinner? Um, Could you, I I, I know about, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be using the crock pot a few times, even in the summer, um, just on those days where I know that we're going to be swimming after school and, not have as much time to cook dinner when I get home. 
Um, can you prep lunches the night before so that in the morning it frees up a little bit of time? That precious time is time that you could use, I don't know, just sitting on the couch, snuggling up together, reading the word. How often do we see, especially on movies and things like that, you know, the kids are rushed, like get up, move, 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 hurry up, we're going to be late. It would make a whole world of good if we actually just planned ahead a little bit more. Another thing is you could have the kids' bags packed for school if they're in that time season of life. If you have to work, you could um, get yourself all sorted or do as much as you can to prep for the day, the next day, so that you're not having to rush. Only after, what are we, 37, only after, I don't know, about 35, my husband realized that he gets really anxious if he's rushing. And often, a lot of the times, he, he was at fault because he hadn't of he didn't think ahead and didn't plan ahead and then he was rushing at the last minute to get things done and it made him quite anxious to go to to an event or go to work when he was in that state so he's now realized hey I really need to have a bit of downtime in the morning so I can he can spend time in his word with the Lord have a good cup of coffee that kind of thing so I'm really proud of him but he gets himself sorted and makes his lunch and gets the coffee all ready and he's he's set like everything's all good for his 5am wake up and I think maybe we need to do a little bit of that ourselves maybe not the 5am wake up but you get what I'm saying just plan ahead a little bit if you can the third and last point on how you can free up a little bit of time to disciple your children is I think we need to be a little bit selfish and we need to look at us and worry about us. When I say us, I don't mean our children or the household. I mean you as the mum. How are you? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? You know, all those things that you know we should do, but we sometimes don't. Are we drinking too much caffeine? Are we getting some quiet time in the morning, we need to start looking at us because I'm a firm believer that you can't pour from an empty cup. And in the line of discipleship, we know we need to be a bit more intentional about spending time with our children and speaking about the Lord. And sometimes it is off the cuff, like real natural. And I think we need to do a whole lot more of that. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's also a time and place for spending time in the word with your children. And when you're not in a good place yourself, because you haven't been taking care of yourself, the likelihood of you actually wanting to do that is fairly slim. And hey, I have totally been there, okay? You are wasted at the end of the day. And the last thing you really feel like doing is having one of those hallmark moments and curling up on the couch and reading the Bible together. And all you really feel like doing is putting your child in front of a screen. No judgment here. I have been there myself. But I would really like to say that more times than not, I want to be the parent that is intentional at the end of the day or beginning of day or whenever you choose to do it instead of opting for the easy way out. I think there is a time and a place for your kids to have downtime like that. I know my daughter definitely needs it. It's really stimulating and going to daycare or being around friends, 
doing, 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 and it's going to be even more full on for her for when she starts school. That's intense. That's hey, as a teacher, from a teacher's perspective, it's intense. You are wasted at the end of the day, and those poor kids, they're wasted too. So there is a time and a place for sitting down in front of a screen, and you can make it um, biblical <laughs> if you want to. There are some great resources out there, which I'll be doing another podcast actually, I think in the future, listing all the, I don't know, my daughter can be the guinea pig and we can watch all the things and I can do all the scouting for you to find out what things are the greatest things to watch for your children. But I think that we definitely need to take care of ourselves and be in a good place ourselves because at the end of the day, it ain't going to happen. If you're not in a good place yourself, you're way less likely to disciple your children or be a bit intentional about that because you just aren't going to do it. Or if you do choose to power through and do it, it's, I don't know, it's coming from the wrong heart. Sort of, you're just doing it to check a tick box and that's not what it should be about this should be really authentic and natural and a real passion like to actually speak to your kids about God and how amazing he is and how real he is because they're not going to learn these things well they are they can but they're totally gonna it's going to be way better if they can just hear it from us that we're living and breathing it so in order for us that to take place, I really, really think we need to start getting a bit selfish. Start thinking about yourself. I don't know about you. I am the first person to admit it. I am, out of my husband and I, the most selfish person. I do think about myself a lot. And it's something I'm definitely working on. But I think we do need to get a bit selfish. Mums are the worst. And they are often thinking about everyone else except themselves except this mum here okay I do think about others sometimes but yeah (laughs) it's a it's definitely a character flaw okay but we do need to think about ourselves and start spending some time putting some time aside for us so that it's going to help us disciple our children in the long run so I hope that you have enjoyed this episode today how to free up some time to disciple your children the three points that I covered again are You need to clear some space in your schedule. That is pretty paramount. Um, The next thing is plan ahead. Are there any things that you can do ahead of time to free up a little bit more time? I really like, again, you know, watch this space, but I really want to be the parent on the morning of school to have things ready so that my daughter can cruise like in the morning, get what she needs to get done, done. And we can have a bit of time to set her up for the day and spend a little bit of time with the Lord before she cracks into a school day, especially in the beginning stages, because this is all going to be a bit new and scary to her. And I really want her to be comfortable and have a great foundation. And that's the way to do it. And the last tip on how to free up time to disciple is worry about you. (laughs) Get selfish and start taking care of yourself. I know, I know a whole lot easier said than done, but maybe baby steps. Work on what's one thing that you're not doing really well at the moment. Are you not drinking water? I know that's probably one of my downfalls, not drinking enough water. And 
how how could you combat that? How could you actually work on getting enough water into your body to function properly? Um, is it, I don't know, you have a little checkbox in your planner or something that totally works for the geek in me. But whatever floats your boat, just work on one thing, baby steps, and then add to it as time goes on. Because I don't think we should tackle all the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves better. But I think there's there's at least one thing. Or getting to bed a little bit earlier. You know the drill. So maybe we might need to have another podcast episode all about taking care of you. Because (laughs) that's pretty important. Um, And you know, as I've explained, selfish here. And I am all a, you know, I can give you some great tips on taking care of yourself. (laughs) So anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. I want to thank you so much for listening. And I really, really want to encourage you. This is new. This is exciting. But I really want to encourage you to look at the description. There's a link in the description that you can sign up for an email. And in the email, you'll become part of the crew, part of the Mama's Mission here. And you'll get lots of emails. Okay, no. I'm not going to say lots of emails, let's be real. Nobody wants the email inbox clogged up. I know what that's like. But you'll get an at least an email once a week highlighting the episode and just anything that's going on in the Mama's Mission world, just keeping you informed. And I would really love to have you part of that family. So if you want to sign up in the link, it's in the description. And that, yeah, you'll get some uh, a little bit more of me maybe in your email box in particular. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll chat. Well, we're not really chatting, but you know what I mean. Next week, we will crack into the next episode. Thanks for listening. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.